Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Okay, Shalom Aleichem. Be'ezus Hashem, we're going to discuss today a shayla that I actually had last week that comes from, or the conclusion of this, the chayra should come from, Lamed Zayin Amut Aleph, Meseches Brachas. Now, we're going to discuss, uh, uh, there's a lot of variables and details in this, so we're going to try to keep it limited to this shayla, just so we don't get too off track, because there is a lot to discuss here, and we're not going to do justice to this entire topic. What we're going to discuss today, just in a general sense, is the shayla is, if you take bread, and then you break it down, and then fry it, process it in a way that would be considered bishal, let's just leave it at that, afterwards, would then the resulting food item constitute bread that you'd have to make hamotzi, birkas amazon, or would that be then removed from the classification of bread altogether, and then it would be mezonos and alamechia. So the specific shiloh that I had last week was, my wife took bread, let it soak and mix together with uh, other liquids, oil, sugar, eggs, for a long time till it broke down. Pieces were tiny, nothing significant. Shaped it into patties and fried it. She called it uh, French toast patties. Didn't look anything like bread after the fact. But the question now is, the original item was certainly bread. After the fact, it was being deep fried in oil, which is important, it's deep fried. Now you have some sort of a resulting uh, food item that's not lechor, it's not bread, but it came from bread. Do you still make hamotzi and birkas hamazon, or is this now just a mizonos item, like the byproduct of wheat or food items that come from wheat that are not hamotzi? Mainly you'd make boramine mizonos. So the Gemara on Lamedzayinu Mudalf Meseches Brachas, we learned, tells us, in the context of the sugya discussing rice, actually, but <coughs> more focusing in on the other element of the sugya, the Brisa states as follows. The Brisa says, it's about six lines from the top above the wide lines, We're not going to get into that right now. If a person takes grain, he grinds it up, talking about grain, let's say wheat, wheat grain. He grinds it up, he bakes it, so he makes bread out of it. Ubishla, and then he cooks it, meaning after baking it into bread, he takes that resulting bread and cooks it, he boils it in water. So the Ibraisa Paskins, if the bread item is still uh, alive and well, Kayamas is still lasting, means the pieces of bread still last. So you'd have to say hamaytzi and birkas hamazon. If the mixture of the food item after you don't have pieces of bread that remain, so So before eating that resulting food item, you'd say mizonos, and afterwards you'd say birkas hamazon. Rashi explains what is prusas kayamas means through the cooking process, the pieces of bread did not dissolve. 
So if there's still pieces of bread that are, I guess, detectable, you would have to make a birka hamotzi and a birka samazon. If not, you'd say mizanos and alamechia. Tosfos explains a little bit differently. He says, in process kayamos yesh mefarshim dahainu kishahalechem ena sharu b'mayim kol kach, where the bread didn't soak in water so much that if you take the pieces of bread, they won't break. So it's, it's similar to what Rashi is saying, perhaps, but what Ra- Tosfus learns is if you pick up those pieces of bread that remain in that resulting mixture, they didn't soak long enough that if you would pick it up, it would break, so then that would be considered process kayamas. Now, we're going to go now to the Shulchan Aruch, and this is very technical, as I said. There's a lot of details here. Hashem, the Chafetz Chaim, does us a big taiva. And he recaps it with an introduction. So, as was Hashem, let's see. We're going to turn to the Shulchan Aruch, uh, Kuf Samaches. So, in Kuf Samaches, in Hilchas Betzias Apas, Seif Yud. And the Shulchan Aruch tells us as follows Chavitza. But before we even see the Shulchan Aruch, we're going to look at the Mishnah Brura, because he gives us an introduction to this Seif, which really will make this Seif a lot easier to understand. So, the Mishabura says as follows Aktim Laza and Sifkat and Memtas. Aktim Lazas if Akdama Kitzara Vehu. The Yesh Bazesh Lishafanim. So I'm going to give a little bit of an introduction, and in this if we're going to see there are three scenarios or three possibilities. And this will help us to appreciate the Shulchan Aruch when we see it in a moment. Number one. Pascha Perila Perurin Ubishloi. Bread that was broken down into pieces, crumbs, and then those pieces were cooked. So tali bezeh. This is the important determinant. Ima perurim gedolim sheish b'hem kezayis. If the perurim, the pieces of bread that were broken down, are the size of a kezayis, so this is important. He says they have to be kezayis size. When is batel mehem sheim pas, they do not lose their status of being bread. Afilu imal yidei abishul azal mehem tayar lechem. Even if through the cooking process they lose tayar lechem. Now this tayar lechem is a little bit hard to define. But tarlecha means that it doesn't look like bread anymore. So even if you've taken bread, broken it down, but the pieces are, they, they still are the size of a kezayis, even if it doesn't look like bread anymore, that would still constitute uh, bread for its halachas, if they're the size of a kezayis. Ve'im ein bohem kezayis, now if they're not the size of a kezayis anymore, afilu im nira sheyesh aleim tarlechem, even if it does have the appearance of bread still, so then you would only have to say because it now has the name of a tavshil. Again, we're talking about where it was cooked subsequently to breaking it down. Okay, so the rule number one that the Chavetz Chaim is telling us is if you break down bread into small pieces, if they remain the size of a kezayis and then they're cooked, it doesn't make a difference if it doesn't have the appearance of bread anymore, that would still constitute bread. But if they're not the size of a kezayis, so now, even if they have tayar lechem, it seems to appear like bread still, you would still make a mizonos on that item. Okay, that's rule number one. Rule number two, imloi bishloi, that's where you cooked it afterwards, okay, and you boiled it in water. Let's just take it at that. Or as we'll see also, perhaps, where you deep fry it in oil. If you did not subsequently boil it in water, you didn't do bishol with these broken down breads, rak sheperer baka'ara, Rather, you broke it up into a, a pot. And then you gather those pieces of bread together. You join them together through honey or uh, gravy or liquid. So you smushed it all together 
with uh, using some sort of a liquid as a combining agent, but you didn't uh, boil it. If it still appears like bread, so then you'd have to make even if the pieces of bread were not sized individuals. And if it does not have the appearance of bread, so then you would say, unless, again, the size of the bread's pieces was a kezayis, like we said in regards to bishel. Okay, so again, to recap, you didn't cook it, but rather you used, you broke down these pieces of, of uh, bread into small pieces. So now, if they, and then you join them together with some sort of a liquid, a honey. You mushed all these pieces together with some sort of a honey. So you say as follows. And then you, 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 you cooked it in a pot, but not with some sort of a boiling process. If they still have the appearance of bread, you'd say hamotzi, even if the pieces of bread individually are not a kezais. If they don't have toar lechem, the appearance of bread, so then you'll say borimine mezonos, again, unless there is a kezais size amongst these things. Fine. Now, point number three, says the Chafetz Chaim, kishaloi bishal, you didn't cook it after breaking the bread down. Vigam Nor did you join these pieces of bread together with some sort of a liquid. So in such a case, even if the pieces of bread are small, like flour itself, it doesn't lose its status of bread. Now we're going to explain this. So again, just let's roughly go over those three points that the Chafetz Chaim says. Point number one the Chafetz Chaim says is, if you have bread that was broken down into small pieces, and it was cooked, bishel, bishel mamish, it was cooked in some sort of water, so then it depends as follows. If the pieces of bread were broken down into kezayis-sized pieces, <clears throat> even if there's no Torah lechem on this through this uh, bishel procedure, it doesn't make a difference, it would still be hamotzi. Now, if they're not the kezayis-sized, even if it does have Torah lechem, it still looks like bread, you'll say borimine mezonos, because that is considered a tavshil not a something that's a faya, that's something that was baked, but rather it's a it's something that was cooked, similar to noodles in that way. Okay, number two, if it wasn't cooked, but it was joined together, pieces of bread were joined together through some sort of a liquid uh, connective agent. So again, if it has tor lechem, it has the appearance of bread, you'll make hamotzi. Even if the pieces of bread are not the size of a kezayis. Now, if it does not have tor lechem, it doesn't look like bread anymore, so you'll say boremine mezonos, unless the pieces are the size of a kezayis. Fine. And finally, if you didn't do either of these procedures, which would somewhat destroy a tamotzi status, either through cooking it in water or joining it together, pieces of bread, and then cooking it subsequently in a pot, uh, but again, not a bishal procedure, with um, a liquid as a binding agent, but rather you just broke down pieces of bread, so that's for sure hamotzi, it doesn't lose its status just because it was broken down, and you'd still have to make a motzi, and if you eat enough of it, you'd say birkas hamazon as well. Okay, so let's look at the Shulchan Aruch now. The Shulchan Aruch says, again, simen kof samaches, if you chavitza, what is chavitza? Something. So pieces of bread that were joined together through some sort of a liquid binding agent. 
in this bashel if it was cooked in a pot with water. So if the pieces of bread were the size of a kezayis. Even though, says the Shulchan Aruch, it doesn't have the appearance of bread anymore. So you would make hamaytzi and birkas hamazon. Again, even though it was cooked, as long as the pieces remain the size of a kezayis that were joined together, it's still considered bread. Now, if it's not the size of a kezayis, even if it appears to still look like bread, but the pieces were not the size of a kezayis, you'd only make after eating it. That is category number one. Okay. It wasn't cooked, but rather it was just connected through some sort of a liquid, a honey or a gravy, etc. If the pieces of bread are the size of a kezayis, you'd have to make a moitzi, even if it does not look like bread anymore. If they're not the size of a kezayis, if it appears to be like bread, meaning it's clearly considered, it looks like bread clearly, you'd have to say, if it does not have the appearance of bread, you'd have to say, category number three, says the Shulchan Aruch, if it wasn't cooked nor joined together, rather the bread was just broken down into small pieces, even if it's not the size of a kezayis, and it doesn't even look like bread anymore, like the Mishnah said, it looks like flour, you'll still have to say, uh, the, just he finishes off, in terms of making birkas hamazon, you'd have to consume a lot of that lechayra, so we'll see that later. But the point is, in such a scenario, it never loses its bread-like status, so you'll make hamazon birkas hamazon, again, assuming you eat the sufficient amount for birkas hamazon. Okay, now, we're not going to go through the entire Mishnah here because it is very long, but what I would like to just draw your attention to is two sifkatans in the Mishnah Brewer of Ezra Hashem will resolve our original Shaila. So the first is in the first category of the Shulchan Aruch where he talks about how if this bread was broken down and then it was cooked. So he said, if there is a kezayis, even if it doesn't have tar lechem, you say, if it's not kezayisized anymore, so he says, even if it appears that it has tar lechem, you'll only say mizonos and al hamechia. That's what the Shulchan Aruch said. So the Mishnah comments, Sifkat Nunvav, Shanira, the key meaning like this, is that it was broken down, it's not the size of Kezayis anymore, and then it was cooked subsequently. Even though it's near it, appears that it has Tayar Lechem, Yusein Bar Yimene Mezaynus, and Alamechia. So the Mishnah explains, Dekivan Shanis Bashel, Enay Chashif Tayar Lechem. Even though it looks like Tayar, it appears like it has Tayar Lechem, the appearance of bread, once it goes through the Bishal process, and it's not the size of a Kezayis, the Bishal makes it that it's not Chashuv, it's not considered Tayar Lechem. Now, if it was only, it wasn't cooked in a pot with water, but rather it was fried with a mashke, with other li- liquid in a pot. Okay. 
a little bit, let's say a little bit of, of oil. Mashmam Ogan Avram, the Ogan Avram implies, if cut in Lamed Vav, the loy have a bishul This would not be bishul, and therefore that procedure would not remove it from being bread. And therefore, it would still be significant that it has tarlechem to make hamaytzi. However, other achronim disagree. Fine. Vehanachon. This is very important. What the uh, accurate thing would be here? Sorry. Yeah. That this type of thing that was fried, he shouldn't be cons- shouldn't consume it. If it still has the appearance of bread, unless it's within a seuda, meaning this creates a bit of a shaila. So such a thing that was fried, so it wasn't cooked in a pot with water, but it was fried, and we'll, we'll be magjer that we'll categorize that in a moment. Only eat this within the seuda because it's a suffolk. But the Bishabura finishes off. This is only where it doesn't have a kezayis size. Avalim Tigan proves this. If they fried pieces of bread that were kezayis size, even if it loses the appearance of bread altogether, even bishul and bishul you'd make hamotzi and certainly in frying. There's a very important footnote here in the in the Adirshu. He says that we're talking about frying in the Mishnah Brura. <coughs> the Magen Avram says it might not be considered bishul. It's only when you fry it in a little bit of oil. Deep frying something. That would certainly constitute bishul. And as the Mishnah Mish- Bruce says, it then is considered, it loses its tar lechem, even if it somewhat looks like bread. It'd be the same thing with deep frying. What's the distinction if you, fr- if you cook it in water? Or deep fry it in oil. This is a very important psak, which is if it's deep fried in oil, it's the same as bishul. And then applying that into the case of the first scenario of the shulchan aruch, therefore, if they're not kezayah-sized pieces, even if it would appear somewhat to be like bread, the bishul process alone would cause it to forfeit that status of bread, and then you'd make a mizanus. And huadin would be the same thing regarding deep frying, as we just explained from Shlomo Zalman Orbach and Shulchan Archarav. Fine. Now, if it was a little bit of oil, so then it creates a suffix, as we explained, and that should only be eaten in the context of a seuda. So that's one sifkatan that we wanted to focus on. The second is sifkatan nuntes. So, Sifkatan Nun Test, the Mishaburah is commenting on the second category. The second category we had, again, let's just recap. The second category in the Shulchan Aruch was he didn't boil it after breaking it down, but rather it was connected through some sort of a honey or gravy like liquid mixture. So then the Mishaburah Aruch said if the prusas are the size of a kezayis, you say amotzi, even if it doesn't have tar lechem, and if it doesn't have kezayis sized items, so we said, if there is a tar lechem, meaning is that you can clearly see that it's bread, you'll say hamotzi and birkas hamazon. So again, if it's not the size of a kez- the size of a kezayis, and it has tar lechem, so then you'll say hamotzi and birkas hamazon. So on that, the Mishnah comments, hatam. The reason is if gotten untest, the adif bazemi oifin This is considered more significant than the first category where it was actually mevushal boiled. The kivan shalain is bashal since it wasn't cooked. Its tayar lechem is more significant because it's more 
discernible. Umasha kasev of birkas hamazon. Now, when the Mishnah the Shulchan Aruch writes birkas hamazon, hainu kishachol kama perurin atshir kezayis. That would be where you eat a lot of pieces till the measure of a kezayis. Fine. Imperer alechem continues the Mishnah Brura. If he broke down the bread atshachazirin lesoilus till he made it into a flour. Ba'acharka chazer v'giblan b'shumanu kiyotzebaze. Afterwards, he mixed it with fat, or he mixed it with some sort of an oil, etc. He made matzah balls out of it. Or some people eat chremzlech, which is this like matzah broken down into patties type thing. Look what the Magen Avram writes. Many Achorinim say, if he boiled it in a pot or he fried it in some sort of a liquid, the chashiv kibishal that would also be considered bishal, let's add in deep frying, even if those pieces of bread were bigger than a sized kezayis, Sorry, meaning lechayrat means is where you broke it down into flour, and then you made this out of it. So the items themselves now are kezayis sized, but the thing you used lechayrat is not. Even if you eat a lot of this, you'd still make a mezonos. And that is the minaga olam. The ima fun, but that's because you boiled it. But if you baked it, again, you should only eat it in the context of a suuda. Unless you mix it with a tremendous amount of uh, honey, oil, that types of things. The azma varichalem barmine mezonis that you make barmine mezonis ukil el basiv zayin baga. The ingiblan b'mayim levad va'afan. Now, if you mixed it with water alone and baked it, yeshalandin paskamur would be considered bread mamish because then there's no boiling that would cause it to lose its status of tar lechem. Okay, so just to conclude here, what emerges as follows is that in a scenario that you break down bread, which is what my wife did lechayra soak it in a way that it totally loses any appearance of bread altogether, soaking it with uh, water, oil, honey, eggs, whatever it is that you're soaking it in. There's nothing that's the size of a kezayis anymore uh, in terms of those little pieces that were from the original bread. And then you fry it afterwards, which the deep frying l'chayra is considered bishul. L'chayra, l'chala deus, it would appear at least from all that we've learned, that this would now be something that through the Bishal or deep frying procedure certainly is not considered anymore uh, hamotzi and birkas hamazon because this is a cooked item altogether and you'd make mezonos and alamechia lechayra. And the way we're coming out, lechayra, I would, I would imagine, the way we're coming out here is that even if you eat a lot of it, lechayra, you don't have to make a hamotzi and, ala, and uh, birkas hamazon. Okay, this is Hashem. We'll stop here. We'll pick up tomorrow with Lamed Zayin and Mubez. In the meantime, everyone have a wonderful day.